Audio. This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with an awesome person, Adam Dubowski. Thank you very much. Uh, He is not telling uh, a lie. That you're awesome? Yeah. Or that we're sitting in a place together? Uh, both. <laughs> one two. of those is a lie. <laughs> if you guess which one, you can come through the door of this podcast. Uh, sometimes people don't like it when I describe them as an awesome person because they think it's too disingenuous. Uh, no, I liked it. Okay, There's good. a lot of pressure, though. Yeah. That's the first thing you say. You know, it's like, this guy's awesome. I was like, oh, well. But yeah. yeah. On the other hand, you're not going to introduce me as a not awesome yeah. person. Or why would you sitting in my home with some guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stakes are very low. <laughs> this guy was on the street, and now he's in my home. <laughs> Seems awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Smells good. So far, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been starting the podcast lately uh, by getting questions from our listeners about their own obsession, and then my guest helps me answer if you're up for that. Sure, yeah. Uh, This comes from Keith Nelson, a nice listener, Keith Nelson, and he says, I'm obsessed with fortune-telling machines. (laughs) What's your favorite fortune you've ever got? (laughs) And when you get a fortune, even though you intellectually know that it's just random, does it still affect your actions? Ooh, that's good. I know, that's pretty juicy, right? That's a good obsession. Uh, Well, first of all, he obviously loves the movie Big, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sure he does. I hope so. And if if not Keith... Come on, man. <laughs> Get your shit together and, and watch big. Uh, can I curse? Oh, Is yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, I should have asked before I cursed. I think fortunes. First of all, I love fortunes. Yeah. You're excited to get them? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. You're like giddy? Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> well, what's in here? Uh, you know, it's essentially just a portable horoscope, right? That you just find of, that you just crack open. Right. But it's personal oh, he likes to you, machine. Right? He likes machines, not just fortune cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing of just like just like horoscopes, you know, you that you you find in it what you want to find yeah. and you relate to it and yeah, I think it still yeah. affects your yeah, I Have think you got so. one where you think like this is in the sweet spot like I like he's saying I intellectually know that that's not about right. my next <laughs> relationship, but yeah. I kind of feel like <laughs> in the moment it could be, so I'm going to allow myself to feel that. Yeah, there's I think there's a little bit of that. I think when you want something to happen in general, you you just want that a, yeah. a confirmation from anywhere, really. Right. <laughs> so if you can interpret that from a fortune, it's like, "Oh yeah, oh totally. See, I'm <laughs> this isn't just me here. This is I've been doing it right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it right." And and who are we to say that the universe universe doesn't put that stuff in front of us anyway yeah when we need to see it yeah Yeah. now this is a fortune cookie but i got one i think now a year and a half ago okay that said it stuck with you yeah well i I kept it because it It said start a podcast called obsessed (laughs) and you're like what (laughs) three years previous to getting this start a podcast uh no it was uh your patience and understanding will eventually pay off (laughs) just it just amused me and pissed me off (laughs) i love the eventually pay off that's really really great yeah do you think someone worded that knowing that was really funny or no yeah, I want to think so, that yeah. somebody is like, oh, people make fun of fortune cookies. I'll give them something to yeah. make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got a raise. Or, yeah. or fired. Or, or fired. <laughs> but yeah, I keep that one because it's not, it, it doesn't fit into that sweet spot of like, oh, I've heard other ones I like that like, you know, your intelligence and creativity will pay off or the connection you need to meet is coming soon. And yeah. I, I found ones that are like the, what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. But this one was just sort of like, be patient forever. <laughs> no, fuck you. I'm not a patient person. Be patient forever. I love that fortune. Yeah, so so that one did uh, affect me in that it made me mad. And yeah, I so, kept it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great... Keith, 
you're doing it right, man. <laughs> Good job, Keith. Yeah. This is a great obsession, <laughs> especially the machines. And we're lame. We can't even give you a machine example. Yeah, what Fortune machines is he obsessed with? I don't know. I would imagine. I've never even heard uh, of that. I think that they're still in like arcades. I could be full of shit. Okay, but like I think... like the Zoltar thing. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, certainly there are like actual Zoltars yeah, yeah. around. Like I think there's one on the Santa Monica uh, boardwalk. Ah. I think there's a Zoltar there. But does like a magic eight ball count or no? I would think so. That's okay. a machine, right? Yeah. A cookie's a yeah. kind of machine, right? When you think about it. When you're really high and you think about it, a cookie is a machine. Right? It all makes sense. All right. Well, thank you, Keith. That is a, a great Thanks, question. Keith. A great obsession. Uh, Adam, we're going to get back to you. Can you tell the people listening a little bit about who you are and what you do? I am a, a comedy writer. I, I love comedy and I love writing. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't filled out like a singles profile in a while, have no, you? No, I've been no. in a relationship for eight years. Yeah, nice, so, nice. Yeah. Uh, but we we met. Can is it okay to say where we met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we were. Uh, I was. You were the head writer, right? Or co-head writer? Yeah, sure. Well, here's the best part of it. There okay. was two of us, so we were the co- both co-head writers. You are yeah. co-head writers. You are two head writers uh, of uh, some shows for Comic-Con HQ, which is a streaming service. That's correct. That you can pay to watch, and I yeah. did a week of writing and met you, and it was and awesome. And you were fantastic. Well, thank I you. I instantly loved you. If the show is still around, which is not as of last week. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, Who yeah. cares? What, are they sure. going to fire me? <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I love... Uh, the Comic-Con space I always have. I used to write on Attack of the Show also, which was okay. like a big nerd thing, and uh, wrote a couple of things for the Stan Lee thing. What are the Geeks Who Drink was this other Oh, thing right. That was on year. Sci-Fi Channel? Sci-Fi, yeah. Okay. I love the nerds. The nerds love me. That's <laughs> how we roll. <laughs> do you consider yourself a nerd? Or do you have complex relationship with I. <laughs> that's a great question. So far off to a good start. Uh, nowadays, it's such a such a term that like... People just throw around because they want yeah. to. I mean, people say they're nerds and they're not nerds, and then they justify it by saying, "Well, you can be a nerd about sports." And it's like, <laughs> if you're, if you're, you know, if you're just really into sports, you're a nerd about sports. And yeah. It's like, fuck you, you know. <laughs> when I mean, I get it. It is a battleground word for but, sure. Yeah, when you in were identity. in high school, no one went to a jock and was like, "You nerd, you like sports, nerd." Like <laughs> yeah. that's not a thing that happened. You, you know? get dates yeah. easily. Everyone likes you. Yeah. You nerd. nerd. Yeah, nerd is like. A skinny guy yeah. <laughs> who wears black shirts. <laughs> Which is what yeah. both of us are. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, uh, things don't come as easy, but uh, we make up for it with our personality, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I think I, I like to try to have a, you know, big tent philosophy of letting people in. I think there are a lot of yes. Johnson Sports fans who aren't, like, anxious to be like, I wish they'd call me a nerd and let me play. <laughs> like, because I think a lot of sports fans are like, they're happy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, They course. like the thing that the vast majority of the world likes. Exactly. And, uh, and feel very little stigma ever for it. And, so and, I don't feel like they're feeling excluded. And even with that, too, liking what the vast majority of the world likes, Star Wars is one of the biggest movies of all time i mean everybody likes that yes so like does that make you you know it's like it's a very hard question to ask also it's like if it's popularity then like that's pretty popular yeah i i would qualify myself as a nerd just because i really love to find out the most about certain things okay i don't know why you know it's like oh well but he wasn't really born it's like why do i care about that i don't don't know why i care but i do yeah you want to be able to tell somebody and show somebody i want to be be able to correct my friends that's exactly it that's that's what being a nerd is about having enough knowledge to correct your friends and people 
Yeah. Which sports people do too. That's true. Ah, it's a conundrum. All right. We're it's all a nerds. Conundrum. All right. We're all nerds. It's we a meaningless it. term now. <laughs> uh, but that's a good segue to your actual obsession oh, because boy. you are you're a little bit of confusion uh, exists about your obsession too, right? A lot of confusion. Yeah. yeah. So this, for full honesty, I was asking if you had a general horror mm-hmm. thing to talk about because we're, we're doing some kind of horror episodes yep. right around now for Halloween. Sure. And I had talked to you about The Walking Dead. Yeah. And then you said, well, really what I'm obsessed with is all of these sort of apocalypse TV shows. Yep. That I have to watch whether they're yep. good or not. Most of them are really bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I have to watch every single one. I mean, Falling Skies, I watch The Strain. I watch uh, Colony, like anything okay. Anything that you tell me, there's like some sort of apocalypse thing happening. <laughs> I'm on board. Even if it's terrible, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And I, I kind of don't understand why, but I also do kind of understand why. Okay. <laughs> but maybe we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. So so The Walking Dead is, <laughs> Walking Dead, course, is, yeah. is up there too. But at this point... Well, I've seen every episode of The Walking Dead. And um, at this point, you like it okay or you hate watching it? Oh, boy. Well, the last... it's It's been... It's it's been up and down, I'll say. I loved the first season. I know a lot of people didn't like the first season. I think I liked the second season. What season are we on now? Seven? Seven, yeah. I think it's gonna start. Uh, yeah. The last season definitely got better. There was like four and five I think I didn't like. Like the farm stuff got a bit too much. My whole thing with The Walking Dead in general, <clears throat> which I'll then compliment them for what they did at the end of the year, is it's just pretty much the same thing every episode. It's yeah. just uh oh my god, we ran out of something or we don't have enough of something. Someone's got to go out and get it. Yeah. And so then they- it's a tale of grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We got to go get it. And it's like, okay. And we got to bring someone that we don't really know that much about. So that's the guy that's going to die from the zombie. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so who's going to come? Oh, well, Daryl's going to go. Oh, okay. Who's Daryl going to bring? Daryl's going to bring uh, Jack. It's like, who's Jack? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, but he's going to die. And then so they, they go and they get a thing and then he dies and then they come back and like, that's the whole thing. It just is just the same thing over and over. But the last, the season finale, I loved until the last uh, beat. Right. Um, I I thought that was one of the best episodes I had ever seen. Actually, it was so much tension with the. Did you see the? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So much, yeah, so much yeah. tension with the the car driving to each dead end, and like that was awesome. And there was such high stakes, and so great. And yeah. then at the end, when they didn't tell you who he killed, I thought they just. This is ruined what could have been one of the best episodes ever of that yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, they definitely, <laughs> and spoiler warning for people who want to watch Walking Dead, we won't go into it in too much more detail, but Correct. like, yeah, but they turned what, what would have been a narrative moment into a summer-long guessing game. Yeah, it would have been so much more powerful to have seen what happened, you know? Yeah, and then have to do spend the summer going, how are yeah. they going to cope with that? Yeah. Who is that going to affect? Has yeah. that, and instead it's just like, whoa, yeah, who but- died? <laughs> <laughs> but I think they did a great job also of, uh, especially with Negan being how terrible he is. Yeah. Uh, he did a great job of like, and the show did a great job of having the viewers be like, okay, well, you know, if someone stumbled upon Rick, wouldn't they think Rick is Negan? Are we just, just because we've been with them the longest, yeah. our point of view shows that, you know, I think they do, they've been doing a really good job with that of like, well, everyone's just like Negan, right? Or like, is, yeah. is Rick a bad guy? Or is everyone else a bad guy? Am I, am I cheering villains on? Is, you know, it's like, yeah, they definitely took the apocalypse game that step farther of like, yeah. no, our, our heroes are doing yeah. pretty monstrous things <laughs> by standard definition. Yeah. Which and, is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so they've definitely won me back. Last year I thought it was a really strong season. Okay. But the stuff before that, they had way too many bottle episodes. Like the episode with Daryl and um, 
Beth? Beth, yeah, I think Beth. In the where, house. I think they played and piano the, and whatnot. And they played piano and the house was burning down. And I think they played like burning down the house when they walked away. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is just like... It was like a VH1 second channel yeah. music video. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the problem is they take themselves too seriously. Look, the show is not going to win any Emmy Awards. Yeah. It's never going to. Yeah. But they were taking themselves too seriously to the fact that they thought they should be by giving okay. these long, dramatic monologues and... All oh, this, like, it's like, no, just just be what you are. Just embrace it. And, like, just let us love it. <laughs> okay. So it sounds like you actually do have uh, some appreciation for The Walking Dead, and if not, like, complex thoughts about it. <laughs> yeah. So these other ones that you define as <laughs> just that you hate watch and you can't stop and you don't know why. Uh-huh. What are those? I'm not familiar with... Falling Skies. Falling Skies at all. I think I watched, I think it was five seasons. Damn. Or we could check later, but... uh that was insane. So Falling Skies was um, just an alien invasion thing. Okay. With Noah Wiley. And um, again, I was like, aliens, I'm bored. Like, they take <laughs> over. Like, let me see what's going to happen here. Right. Uh, and it was good. I mean, it was... It's, a, it's, a, it's always a fine line with these shows, like this with The Strain, which I can get into after, of not embracing, like, the cheesiness of it. Or, like, you know, there's, like, a thin line between taking yourself seriously or kind of parodying yourself yeah. which the strain did used to take itself seriously and now it's like oh no this is just like pretty soapy ridiculous shit like yeah. please like it you know okay <laughs> but with falling skies it was <laughs> i'll tell you the exact moment actually okay season three i think it was premiere uh and i already was i was kind of into it i watched it i defended it to everybody i was like no people should be watching falling skies it says so much about human beings <laughs> and then uh the season premiere there was a fight between the humans and the aliens and all of a sudden an alien came riding on a horse <laughs> on horseback a horseback okay. riding alien all right came to help and save noah wiley okay and i like i lost i couldn't believe it that for, that that's not only what you're doing in the premiere and i remember my girlfriend walked by and she was like is that a, an alien riding a horse? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, why the fuck are you watching this show? And I was like, leave me alone. It used to be good. <laughs> and I've watched three years since that. But that, okay. that was the jumping the shark moment. Uh, <laughs> it was the alien on a horse the alien moment. on a horse moment. And then it was just like this puppet. Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, why is the alien riding a horse? Yeah. I mean. Just for a good visual? <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason. Okay. There was there's, no narrative reason. There was no narrative reason. It didn't mean anything. Reason. No. I mean, it was he's just an alien on a horse. Yeah. I'm sure he had other alien technology that he could have used other than riding a horse. Was it just to show Noah Wiley that he could take everything from him, <laughs> it including <was> horses? <laughs> no. This this alien ended up being a friend of Noah Wiley. Oh, okay. And then they ended up being friends. See, what happened was, in Falling Skies, <laughs> was there was this this alien race taking over and that they were they were trying to battle and then it turns out that maybe they're battling the wrong alien race because uh, there was a bigger alien race that was okay. just taking over those aliens so then the, the lower aliens were helping the humans and the humans and the aliens paired up to go okay. with, with the bigger so when these guys paired up that was like the visual of like see I'm like one of you guys I'm on a horse or like you know <laughs> I'm just like you <laughs> <laughs> but it was so ridiculous and he was riding he was riding a horse and then eating a taco eating or a- <laughs> just, I'm just like you <laughs> I like gorditas um so the, now the strain is just vampires if they were e- gross, right? That's basically what the strain is. 
gross, gross out, like voting for Trump. All the vampires voting for Trump. <laughs> yeah, they just have really vile politics. They're very rude at the dinner table. Build a wall. That vampire wants to build a wall. This uh, is how I know the strain is from the billboards that were all over LA a couple of years ago that caused controversy of the worm coming through the eyeball. Can I, can I say something funny about that? Yeah. There's now a new poster going on called Falling Water. Okay. Uh, where there's like a just, it's a it's an eyeball. I saw the billboard two days ago. But <laughs> okay. I was driving. Giant billboard, eyeball, water dropping in it, and I went. I'm gonna watch that whole series. <laughs> just because his eyeballs. Yeah, yeah just because it seemed like something that I bet you something's going on there <laughs> that I have to know about. I bet that's gonna be good for two seasons. And then, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, then the eyeballs are gonna be riding a horse. Okay, uh, but <laughs> but yeah, the strain is the strain lost me. Like I think episode three, but okay. I'm still on, I'm on season three now. Okay. So, but it's just it took itself too seriously when it was just beyond cheesy and right. ridiculous. And they did a little better job. And Corey still wore this ridiculous wig because he's bald in real life. Okay. And so you can't stop looking at that the whole time. <laughs> uh, and he finally just got rid of it, which is good. But that show is another show that's that show is legitimately not a good show. Yeah. How did he get rid of the? Did he just? <laughs> did, did the character admit that he'd been wearing a wig? Yeah, no. Or did, or did well, it well, the get funny thing eaten is, by a vampire? In, 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 in interviews, he had claimed that he like hates wearing wigs and like he was so against it. So he probably just kept giving pushback. But uh, <laughs> the way that they wrote it into the storyline was that he was on the run and the government was looking for him. So okay. he had to shave his head to like disguise himself. And so they still draw in like little dots where hair should be. And it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like everyone knows Corey Stahl. Everyone knows. Who are you okay. fooling? Okay. Not fooling anyone. That gives me a, a good uh, a sampling of the kind of shows that that you're lumping into the sort of apocalypse television. Yeah. So let's get into the the why. Okay. Do you are you an obsessive person in general? So like once you start something, you can't stop, or are you fascinated with humans in like really mortal apocalypse danger? Is that the attraction? There's a lot. I think there's a little bit of both with that. Where I have this I have this weird thing where. If I do start something, I kind of have to know. Like Walking Dead, I was ready to throw in the towel, I think season four, I think, okay. or whatever. And I had this weird thing where I was like, I've given four years of my life to this thing, you know? <laughs> now you see why I've been in a relationship for eight years. <laughs> uh, but it's like, I've given so much time to this. I have to see how this plays out. That's how I felt with Falling Sky for the last okay. two years. I was like, I got to see where this goes. It could, like, maybe they'll stick the landing, which they certainly did not in that show. So there's a little bit of that. But most of it, I think, is I just have a fascination with how humans react in situations like that. And I really like, I also like robot movies, which is really weird. Okay. I know that's not as hard a thing, but if there's a robot movie on, I will cry at the end of it. Which I <laughs> Just because it's I over? I just admitted or... to you on a podcast. But uh, <laughs> because it's over. <laughs> Why is still going? Uh, this is a little bit into my psyche for a second. Is I, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's great. I was flipping through the channels. And Real Steel came on. Okay, I don't know Real Steel. Okay, it's a boxing movie with Hugh Jackman where the robot is a boxer. I blocked out Real Steel. (laughs) As you should, so did Hugh Jackman. (laughs) I I was flipping through the channels. I've never seen this movie. Yeah. I don't know what it's about. It was the last five minutes of the movie where he gets accepted as a human and he gets a hug. And I just started bawling. Okay. So I don't know if that also ties into the, the apocalypse thing. Well, but, it, they, they seem related in that they are both using big sci-fi concepts yeah. to tease out what is the meaning of humanity. Yeah. And especially what is what is humanity at its most desperate or vulnerable. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. I think that I think that that's probably a nice escape for me to to also watch it in my TV with yeah. with terrible television. <laughs> so is that your sweet spot if 
a show did something really ridiculous. Uh-huh. If there was, if a zombie rides up in Walking Dead on a horse, <laughs> well, that would be awesome. But yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. But in that moment, there was some perfect crystallization of some truth about humanity. Would would that be like your sweet spot of like I just saw the best television ever? <laughs> yeah, if that answered all of my questions in that moment, yeah. You just saw the truth of humanity yeah. in Rick's eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there it is. That's really funny and accurate. Yeah, I guess that would happen. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I can totally understand being being intrigued by knowing I like the mashup of science fiction with the desperation of the apocalypse story. But the you you are you're a writer and you're a discerning writer because we <laughs> talked a lot about all the things you do like and you don't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So why do you think you you can't let a bad thing go? Uh, do is it that you hope it's going to turn around? Is it optimism? I think it might be a little bit of optimism, and I think it might be a little bit of because uh, again, I'm not fooling myself in thinking it's good. No the show, yeah, I certainly don't think it's no. good. <laughs> if you ask me if the strain is good, I will say no. Don't ever watch that show. <laughs> but meanwhile, I watch it every week. Yeah, and like I, <laughs> and this last week also, I went. Ugh. Fuck! I have to watch this show, and like I put it on, and I don't know. I and the whole time I was like, why am I watching this? But um. I think it might be a little bit of hoping, maybe rooting for the underdog a little bit. It's something that I wish that they could get right so badly that I'm willing to stick it out even more. So you're being like a cheerleader in a way. Like you're not that they can (laughs) see or hear you, but you're on the sidelines going, come on, you can do it. But it's funny how it's different with like, and I like any high concept show really, still about humanity, like uh, Westworld, right? Okay. I don't know if you saw. I didn't watch it But like that got fantastic reviews and I did not care for it and i'm not gonna give that another like maybe oh, okay. I'll, maybe i'll watch another episode is there a reason that you can step away from it or are you just realizing I, that you have a problem i think well there was just one thing from the get-go i mean this doesn't spoil anything okay but just from a, a fundamental standpoint of the show is like the show is about an amusement park where you know these robots are there and people pay a lot of money to come in and act like cowboys and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and Sorry. live this adventure and then the robots like <laughs> All of a sudden, of course, start to have uh, memories, maybe, or start to have human emotions, yeah. sort of, even though, like, it's a thing that's been done a million times before. And that kind of storyline is a really great movie, you know? Yeah. But for a TV show, there are no stakes whatsoever in the fact of, like, okay, the worst case scenario is they shut the park down. Yeah. Great. You know what I mean? And okay. so, so, like, I don't, how is that a thing? Right. So it's not like that or people death. care about. Right. It's, it's like, how, like, that's why Jurassic Park worked as a movie and that's yeah. why and which is this this Westworld is the exact same thing of these people created this space and then something bad happens and then we follow this human the whole time at Westworld we don't follow a human but uh, we follow a, a human that we're cheering on and then at the end the park closes down and we realize that we shouldn't have played God and blah 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 right yeah but like for this TV show it's like there are no stakes what, worst case scenario alright we're shutting the park down great okay I don't care <laughs> parks get shut so down Anthony all the Hop- time yeah, Anthony Hopkins loses money great it's like why am I supposed to watch that for a whole thing and, and it didn't make you it, the robots didn't uh, reach into <laughs> that vulnerable part of yourself <laughs> that make you weep when Hugh Jackman uh, is on yeah see that's a, that's a great point I think maybe eventually it could get to that point but it just didn't and again the acting was, was great I mean Anthony Hopkins is fantastic always yeah. Jeffrey Wright is fantastic always um, Evan Rachel Wood is a great actress but there's got to be a big thing for me to be invested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you came across a show that was sort of your dream setup where the stakes were high, it was an apocalypse scenario where humans were limited and pushed into a corner, yeah. and it was by some big, goony, sci-fi 
contraption love of it. like you know uh, pirate robot aliens I love it. come to earth <laughs> oh my god i'm watching this show <laughs> about you know 70 percent of the population okay you know how bad would the show have to be for you to say i'm gonna walk away from these other things that normally attract me the first episode has to be good enough to keep me okay anything. yeah so if, if anything takes me out of it <laughs> if the first episode is uh a seven? Okay. You got me for seven seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so for on a scale of one to ten, for every number, that's how many seasons you'll yeah, watch. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that makes sense. So that means if, if something is just a little bit good, you will continue to root for it. Which... If there's <laughs> I, I I'm about to say this sentence out loud and it sounds very cheesy, but if there is as much <laughs> hope in this show <laughs> as the hope I can find in humanity. <laughs> oh, I'll give it a chance. Oh, that's awesome. Pretty deep, right? Yeah. Actually, that, this is help. This is a little counseling for me because I <laughs> there are things that I aren't good or aren't always good that right. I have recognized in myself. Like I attach to things and then I'm going to like them. I'm going to enjoy them. Before you go into it. Well, no. Like if they're good to begin oh, with. Yeah. Like I, I love the show 24. And of I think it started out loved great and then it <laughs> fell into... Uh, tropes and yep. repetition and i'd still watch it again yeah um, i did I, watch it yeah i've watched it multiple times yep. and i would watch a random episode when it comes on yep. um in <laughs> doctor who has gone up and down in quality and you know subjectively and objectively over the years but i will never not watch right. doctor who no matter what <laughs> right um well that's also a thing too with the doctor who thing of like that's just a world and space yeah that, like even if it's terrible, I, you still love the world and space so much that yeah. it's like, all right, well. Doctor Who is a bad example of bad <laughs> because it's kind of baked into its DNA that it might be, that part of it might, it be, might bad. be bad. Yeah. It's, it, we're in the bad timeline now. <laughs> we'll just revise that and everything will be fine. Uh, if you could to free yourself from yeah. this time consuming burden. And it is. And it's embarrassing too. Like it is. Like my girlfriend is like very like I have to wait till she goes to sleep. It's like a I feel like I'm like this it's the like she this, knows though, this right? drug addiction. Yeah, but it's still like But she just doesn't want to take it. She sees it on the TV, it. it's like, what are you doing? You're really and then I feel some such guilt and shame because i shouldn't be watching yeah it, that i'm like yeah you're right and like i'll turn it off and then she'll go to bed bed and i'm like turning it back on <laughs> is it the level of embarrassment where like if you bring it up at a party where you're like yeah i i'm still watching the colony well your girlfriend's like damn <laughs> don't say that in public dude <laughs> well luckily uh i i tend to surround myself with people that at least would get it at some yeah. a, a little bit yeah. like you get it right oh sort yes. of yeah oh, I, I, I very mean, much get right it. but yeah. i mean yeah, I certainly wouldn't bring that up to someone that I just met. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right, because you, you're not proselytizing. You're not saying, you got to go yeah, watch The Colony. Exactly. Just, and I, just... I don't want people to think I have bad taste, because trust me, I've got great taste. <laughs> and I know that it's terrible. I know it's terrible. Yeah. But I watch it. So if you had the power to just cancel one of them and free yourself a little bit, oh, which boy. one would you just ax? Uh, I would cancel the strain. There's really no emotional investment in it <laughs> whatsoever anymore. Like, it's just so batshit off the rails of, like, the main guy used to be in the Holocaust, and somehow he's 130, and it's like, it's... And he's, like, hunting this vampire. It's such a... It's really stupid. And the vampire looks like he bought a Halloween costume. It's like, it's really, really bad. The strain is very close to being on its way out for me. Okay. I gotta be honest. Like I said, the last time I watched it, I... It's great that it's called The Strain. 
<laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I think a lot. I mean, this is all making sense to me. Uh, <laughs> well, good. <laughs> At least someone, someone understands. <laughs> be the worst episode of this podcast, but I'm just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You gotta leave, man. You just have. A, I'm. I got a speed dial of a counselor, an actual counselor. But I, I think a lot of it is. It's sounding like a decent amount of it is the apocalypse scenario. Yeah, I love I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fascinating that we're so obsessed with that. I yeah. think it's natural to be obsessed with wanting the opposite of what we have, and we're more connected and more civilized <laughs> in a way than we ever have been Yeah, because of the internet and social media and yeah. the speed of communication. So then everybody fantasizes about like, ah, oh, what if no <laughs> yeah. one could ever email me? I know. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> I don't care if it means I'm being attacked by vampires. I just don't want emails anymore, so I'm going to fantasize about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very great point. And, and just like the whole... I even watched a whole season of, well, the only season because it was canceled, <laughs> of this Tay Diggs show on Netflix where he lives the same day over and over again. Oh, wow. Ate it up, man. <laughs> Give me a season two. Because <laughs> uh, so, that was about the limited choices, right? Yeah. Right. So you, yeah, you, so you're also fascinated by any time that the humans have like <laughs> limited options, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, and how things play out if we make a certain choice or don't make a certain yeah. choice and... And ultimately, if that even affects how we feel with that choice, you know, it's like, yeah. if I choose one thing or the other, will at the end, will I still be sad regardless? Will I still have the same emotional response? Well, is there really any way to be happy? That kind of stuff. I just love so much anyway. So have you, like, I think a lot of people who like apocalypse stuff, have you fantasized about your own, your own personal plans for the apocalypse? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know, like, if we live in the same neighborhood, I don't say like yeah, yeah. exactly where I live. Just yep. in case there sure. are dangers out there. Of course. <laughs> uh, but we live in the same general neighborhood. We do, yeah. Have you looked around our neighborhood and said, <laughs> this is where to go? This is how to handle it? I have not gone that far, no. Okay. Have you done that? Have you like looked yeah. at place? Yeah, well, because oh. I, I binge watched most of The Walking Dead in about gotcha. a week when my wife was out of town. Gotcha. Because we tried the first season and she was only okay on it. Yeah. And we watched most things together. So I was like, great, here's a juicy drama that everybody's talking about that yeah. I can just <laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> which I did. And then, yes, everywhere I looked. It was at a time where I also just wanted to have something that just distracted me from real life. Sure, yeah. So I was like, oh, great, you wasted another hour it's, of my life with great. this guy from the other town <laughs> dinking around great it's like, just another hour there's I, a reason why it gets like 15 million viewers or yeah. whatever it is and it's for a good reason it is it's, the most popular hate watch show a, that yeah. i've ever yeah i mean it's it's amazing <laughs> but sorry to interrupt so, oh, you, no, so no. you found so you found places to hide oh yeah i definitely i don't know if they're good but i definitely <laughs> thought about <I> that. <laughs> the the physical like that's what, great where, what's wrong with your place what's wrong with your it looks pretty safe to me i think this one's this is pretty good yeah yeah when i'm watching i'm always like go higher go yeah. higher <laughs> <laughs> and i'm on the fourth floor of my building and i've got easy access to the roof and i know that you still have your supply issues that's yeah. always a thing that's very true but for yeah. the initial thing yeah i'm you, just like i would lock my door and or go to the roof yeah you gotta go yeah go as high as possible yeah yeah well also it depends on are we talking zombie apocalypse um, yeah zombies okay. or vampires or aliens on horses <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting away from aliens on horses no, no matter they, how hard yeah, you try they, they've got the height advantage <laughs> yeah. too uh I, you gotta go high yeah and you also gotta think that like they're i mean they're supposed to be dumb so you'd think that you can outsmart them, but the, I mean, the, the whole thing is that there's always, that there's just so many of them yeah. that, that you can't get rid of things. So, so what happens if you're on the roof and they've just taken over the whole building? Right. What do you do then? Then you're fucked, right? Cause you can't go back down. 
Uh, yeah, well, then I can uh, try to uh, slide across on power lines. Because <laughs> I feel like that's a problem with getting too high, is then if they come up, but I don't think they would go all the way to the room. I yeah. feel like they would give up after a while. I think I have the dumb fantasy that I think a lot of people have from playing video games and role-playing <laughs> games that I would recognize the threat yeah. <laughs> and at least be calm and smart about it immediately. Because of so many representations of the apocalypse, the initial problems happen because everybody freaks Ignore, out yeah. and no one is organized. <laughs> and I'm fascinated if there actually was like straight up zombies. Obviously, we all know what they are. Yeah. We wouldn't call them walkers or stinkers right. or whatever <laughs> other bullshit name is like. It's zombies. Right. And we would know as a culture how to handle it. I'm fascinated if we would do a good job. Yeah, that's true. I think maybe we would do a good job. I mean, if they're anything like we've seen. Yeah. Right. But what if they're nothing like what we've seen? Then we're screwed. What if they can run? Yeah. What if they're smart? What if zom- who's to say zombies are dumb? Yeah, I know that's a real problem. Yeah, what if the- <laughs> or what if there's one really smart one like the gremlins? Like yeah. one really smart gremlin. <laughs> uh, what would you want? Who would you want to be in in the apocalypse? Because everybody in the stories always finds their role and what their value is, and if they don't have one, they learn one so they can have a value in society. Have you thought about that? Of <sighs> like what one. role you would want to play? Um, like. Wh- just the the stereotypical role of like leader or doctor or like whatever like yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, I I would like to be the leader of uh, of the group. <laughs> um, and if you don't want me to be the leader, you're out of the fucking group. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, no, that's great. <laughs> see, that's was good, that a good leadership? That's really thing? good but, leadership. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I feel like I I would be good at like calming people down. I think. Okay. And I feel like my best <laughs> asset in that scenario. Because as I as I alluded to earlier, for people listening, I am not a big person. I'm right. very very skinny. Um, I can't do anything physically. <laughs> like I can't, you know, like I can kind of lift stuff, but like you're yeah, not, not. I, you're not going to call me to carry something. You're not going to call me to build something. No, I can't build anything. Yeah, I can't I'm, fight a zombie. I'm in the same way. If like somebody in my party gets wounded, like I can't carry you. I'm yeah, sorry. That's, yeah, I can't do. It. I wish I could. Yeah, so, but I feel like I am good at like under, especially under stressful situations, be, be it in my work history or just in life. I'm very good at like calming people down. Yeah, or trying to be like, oh no, it's all good. You know, we can try. Come on, let's uh. And get people to like be like yeah you know maybe he's right or something like that so okay. i feel like that would be my best uh asset uh what about you uh yeah i i always i think i would want to be a leader and i don't know if that i have generally good instincts when yeah, there's a crisis that's my thing too i yeah. have and I, I, I come up with a good plan yeah yeah i don't know if i'd come up with a good plan but the same thing as you of like i've been in lots of situations i haven't always lived in the best neighborhoods where there's like suddenly an emergency oh, wow. and when other people freak out I get much more calm. Like if I'm sitting and deciding whether or not I'm making the right choice about which joke I should tweet right now, <laughs> I will be an indecisive mess. But if somebody gets shot next to me, I'd be like, well, great. Pressure on the wound, 911. Yeah. And it is just it's something that kicks in. I don't know that I would have the actual best plans. So I think, I, I think I'd be the guy who would be the face of the leadership where I'd be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. And then I would right. and whisper like to the, two. Right, to the right. number two and be like, the roof's a bad idea. Don't go to the roof. And I'd be like, we're not going to the roof. And everyone would listen to me, even though that wasn't my idea. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's a true leader right there. Yeah. <laughs> it is a true leader. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Taking all the credit for someone else's but, good ideas. Yeah. A true leader. Yeah. <laughs> but I like what you're saying because what you're saying about your role in the apocalypse is kind of what you said earlier about reacting to the TV shows that in a way being like 
a cheerleader yeah. of coming and going. It's okay. I know your show's kind of falling yeah, apart, Look, but I'm still here. Guys, I gotcha. Guys, I know that the network gave some real strict notes here. <laughs> it's not what you wanted to do, but I'm with you. I believe you can you can, you can can come up with this, but yeah. I we let, can make the yeah. alien on the horse work if we, we can pull make together. Work, please, I promise you. <laughs> but yeah, I think... Uh, I think that's as long as you're con. It's that, that, that as, as like you just said in, in situations like that. That's that's a really big thing. If you're just calm, it really does rub off on everyone else yeah. to be like, oh well, this guy's oh, okay. All right, oh, yeah. he seems to even if it's total <laughs> bullshit and you don't know what you're doing, it's like oh, he seems to know what's going on there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> It'd be horrible if you were a leader who did freak out. Like, all right, everybody, listen. We're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. Run, everybody, run. <laughs> run in different directions. Wave your arms. <laughs> Shoot, loot, do it all. Hey, guys, this is Sarah Meyer, the co-producer of this podcast. And this week I've come out to Venice Beach to ask people how they feel about apocalypse TV shows. The apocalypse. What's the apocalypse? I really don't watch TV. I watch sports. Do you like shows about the apocalypse? I don't. They scare me. Of course. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, all the time. I yeah. watch them all the time, yeah. Yeah, Walking Dead. I just love seeing people die. Just, you know, blood and gore and all, all that, you know. It's good stuff, yeah. Have you ever watched The Walking Dead? Yes, The Walking Dead I absolutely love. I don't know how Rick keeps on living, but yeah. <laughs> if you could hang out with Rick, would you? I would be his best friend. Yeah? I will follow him wherever. Are you guys ready for the apocalypse? Um, I mean, no, is. I haven't bought any extra water or canned goods or anything, so absolutely not. Um, I well, I think people have been ready for the cop. How do you say it? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> I'm ready. Bring it. I will like scavenger and like ruthless gouge your eyes. Whatever I need to do to survive. I'd probably. I think I'd kill a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people How? Zombies. Oh, with uh, <laughs> weapons and stuff. Oh, zombies too. Yeah, they're they're mostly gonna die. Yeah. You know, I'd probably, I, I, would, I would seriously just go straight to the woods with a, a rifle and just hunt for food. I guess if it happened right now, uh, I'd definitely try to take one of these cars and get out of here, you know, yeah. try to try to drive as far. Traffic, though? Well, I wouldn't take the freeways, you know, and I'd, I'd take the sidewalks, you know, I'd run people over. If I, I don't think I want to be in your survival band. You say you're nurses? Yeah. So if you were in the ER or in a hospital when the end of the world happened, what would that be like? There'll be a lot of dead patients like, look, I'm sorry, but I got to go because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die. What's the best place in L.A. to hide from zombies? Well, I live in Texas, so I'd probably hide in the, in the woods somewhere. How would Texans handle a zombie apocalypse? Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll be the only ones standing. <laughs> They're the only ones with all the guns <laughs> and with the, uh, the common sense. Are you saying we're stupid? You guys are pretty, pretty stupid. <laughs> I, just, I just thought about it. If it happened right now this second, I'd go and take a boat out to the ocean. And you'd be stuck in the ocean, and all the zombies hang out by the beach because they need to drink water to survive. Where's the best place in LA to hide from zombies? Um, I think at the beach is a pretty safe place. We're okay here. Yeah, yeah, we're safe here. Venice Beach. Because <laughs> I don't think they know how to swim. <laughs> you want me? Come follow me in the water. They're like, nah, 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 nah. I'm drowning. Yeah, bitch, that's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. Oh, these boy. are uh, questions. Uh, I ask versions of these questions to everyone on the podcast. Okay. And just for ease of talking about it, we'll, we'll say you're obsessed with apocalypse television. Yeah, yeah, we are. I am, yeah. Uh, so do you think about apocalypse television every day? I think about the issues that it brings up every day, okay. like I mentioned earlier. 
Yeah, or, or maybe something will come in my head of like a new apocalypse TV show, but <laughs> like, like an actual one to write. Yeah, or something create. like that. Like, oh, that would be a cool idea, and then you know, forget about it later yeah. or whatever. But uh, I, I definitely, I don't like on a Thursday. I don't think like, oh, Walking Dead Sunday. I don't do okay. that. But like on a Sunday day, I'd be like, ooh, Walking Dead tonight. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're all out of bed with a bouncing yeah. step. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna get people killed tonight. So, so I, I definitely do think I think about what those shows are about every day. Okay, but I don't necessarily think about the particular show every day. Do you think the layers, deep ideas that obviously you're pulling from them about the nature of humanity, or do you think about like the more practical aspects? I think about the, the deeper underlying okay. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Have you ever had a dream about one of these television shows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? So I was on the back of a horse with an alien holding... No, okay. Uh, no, Walking Dead. Okay. I, I, I dreamed that I was part of that crew. Not everyone was there. Rick okay. Rick was there. Rick was there. But I was there. Uh, was Daryl there? Daryl was not there. Rick was there. Carol was there. Okay. And like other people that weren't there. So I was also just thrown off because I was like, well, where's everybody else? <laughs> where's the gang? Yeah, I was like, where's the gang? And then, like, I kept wondering if, like, they got killed or whatever. Okay. And it was, like, a whole big group meeting. And I tried, like, telling them. Of, I was like, look, I know that, like, you're going to try to go into this town. And, like, they, they had another, like, it was, like, some stupid plot. It's to, like, go steal stuff from another group or whatever. Okay. In, the, in, in the dream. dream. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then I was like, okay, well, let's just hold on. I think that maybe, like, I've seen this before, like, <laughs> with you guys. And, like, no one believed me. Uh, it was very frustrating. When you had that Walking Dead dream and you woke up from it, yeah. did you say, like, I need to take a break from the show? <laughs> or <laughs> No, I was I was still just upset that they didn't listen to me. And I was like, <laughs> it would be such a better show if they listened to me. Wow. So even in your dreams, you're sort of like, hey, just listen. I'm trying yeah, to help don't you Don't go out. in there, guys. Yeah. Rick, you talk too much. No. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you this anyway, so I'll bump it up in my list. All right. Would you be willing to hang out with Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead in real life, if he just showed up on your doorstep and oh, was like, wow. uh, dirty, bearded, with a machine gun, said, let's get a beer. An actual Rick. Not, actual not Rick. Not the actor. Not okay. the actor. Okay. Andrew uh, Lincoln? Andrew Lincoln, yeah. yeah. Um, with his charming little British accent. His, Who wouldn't have accent. a beer with him? <laughs> That's true. Uh, dirty, angry. I would, without a doubt, have a beer with Rick, sure. Okay. <laughs> and would you try to talk to him about his leadership skills, or would you just ask him about his life? Am I all of a sudden in a world... With the pocket with zombies, or is he in like modern day world? This and, like, is just Rick is walking around like, holy shit, Rick Grimes. He just knocks in your door, and you think a UPS like tomorrow. Dr- yeah, you, like oh. maybe it's a UPS oh guy, and you God. open the door, and it's <laughs> Rick be, Grimes. That would be amazing. <laughs> and he just uh, says, "I know this is weird. Yeah, I'm Rick Grimes. Yeah. I'd like to get a beer with you." Okay, I would. Doesn't matter what I'm wearing. I would walk out the door. <laughs> it doesn't matter what time of day. I would go have a beer with him. For the first half hour, I would probably think it's Andrew Lincoln fucking with me. But yeah. who cares? It's still awesome. Still, yeah. After he proved it to me. <laughs> I don't know how. I would have the time of my life. That would be that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Rick now. I used to not like... I used to be a Shane guy. Okay. I used to really like Shane. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I like my main characters to be complex, you know? Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I didn't care for Ned Stark on Game of Thrones. Okay. Granted, I liked him. When his answer to everything is just going to be... Oh yeah, it's this. This is the this is the just way. It's like, all right, dude, come on. Like, yeah. it's all one note. It's I like my people like that. <laughs> I like my characters on TV to be more complex. Like Jamie Lannister is my favorite Game of Thrones character. Yeah, but like, so at first Rick was was very much just the the Ned Stark kind of thing, 
And then he has since, like, <laughs> ever since Shane died on the show. Uh, uh, That's fine. Okay, damn it, sorry. Uh, <laughs> he didn't die on the show. I mean, like, he just, uh, guys, I blew Shane it. went to a farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but ever since he left the show, uh, yeah. because he didn't necessarily die, and that's uh, that's the truth, um, and he might be coming back. Uh, ever since he left the show, I feel like he's kind of absorbed that character, Rick. And so that's made him way more interesting to me. Yeah. So I love his character so much that I would just talk to him for a long time, Rick. A long time. About in, the choices in, in he made. Life. Yeah. And just how he feels now, I guess. Because now, if, if he's in this real world, I'd be like, well, what do you think about everything now? Yeah. Like, you did all this stuff like that seemed like the right thing to do then. Like, do you regret like just killing people <laughs> that weren't even zombies? Do you regret that? Or like, or yeah. would you? would I do that? Tell me, Rick. Tell me. And why is your son such a bad actor? <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, bless his heart. <laughs> yeah, I like Carl, but again, I also didn't. I got to see him grow up real, real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carl that's grew up. And he, yeah. he was advanced aging for me. Carl. That's very. Good. Yeah, I think that's an utterly fascinating question. If the characters on Walking Dead would even want the real world back, oh, that's a great which question. I was so happy when they moved locations. It used to be totally like. Atlanta based and then they moved up to Washington area and now they're having all of these new problems yeah which was great for me because especially watching it in rapid succession it was like I think you've got Atlanta taken care of I think you have killed (laughs) yeah every zombie and I think if you wanted you could just start rebuilding society (laughs) but I don't think you want to Uh, yeah you could just hang out there now yeah seems like a pretty safe place so I that's what I would grow Rick on like (laughs) You don't want all this yeah. back. I mean, we're sitting here in this that bar. Be, that would be a great You're drinking too. a craft beer. You don't <laughs> want this, do you? Yeah, no, he wouldn't. You want he might pain. kill you if yeah. you bring that up. <laughs> Cut my hand off just to teach me something. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, would you swear at someone who disagreed with you about apocalypse television? Are your feelings so strong that if somebody adamantly disagreed with you about one of your opinions, would, would you be mad enough to swear? If they disagreed with why i find it to be interesting okay you bet <laughs> but like i said i if you tell me the strain is a terrible show i'm gonna go yeah it's a terrible show you should right. not be watching this show okay anyone listening to this again please don't watch the strain <laughs> and if you are watching it why are you watching it why you're a dope <laughs> would you want a friend to come over and watch this strain yes with you? <laughs> if you're watching if you're listening to this podcast please someone reach out to me and come watch the strain with me if you're watching the strain okay no, no, seriously I'm- I don't know anyone else that watches it. Thank you. <laughs> a little PSA. A cry for help. Uh, but that makes sense. If if you, It's not the shows. It's the meat behind the show. Yeah, because it's a weird, like we talked about, it's a weird obsession in the fact that I'm fully aware that you should not like it. Yeah. I, but I, I just still can't. I, I'm not blind to like, I, I believe me, there's some people that uh, I'm sure are obsessed with the strain that think it's a great show. Yeah. And they'll defend it to the death. They're totally wrong. <laughs> But I think they just like it for the same reason I do. And they're just yeah. too sad to admit that the show itself is a bad show. <laughs> I think so much has to do with when you see things, too. So, like, That's if you're true. younger, too, or you've just, like, you're, even if you're an older person, like, I've never given horror a try, and this is the first horror thing I That's see. That's very true, yeah. Then it's mind-blowing, yeah, right? It, if you even don't know something not... has done something better, then why, you know, yeah, it's like... Yeah. It, if, uh, there's been something that's handled that way better. It's like, oh, but if this is my first thing to it, then yeah, this is a great show. Then absolutely. Yeah. Then the strain all the way. Then strange <laughs> medical vampires putting worms in people's ears for ears and their eyes. Everywhere. Yeah, worms everywhere. are everywhere. Yeah, it gets uh, in your body. When someone walks into your home, would they be able to tell that you're obsessed with apocalypse <laughs> television just by looking around? No. I mean, if, if, if I lived by myself, like I said, I've, I've lived with the same... Um, 
a beautiful, amazing uh, person for eight years now. Okay. And if if I didn't live with her, then probably yeah you okay. pro- probably see some some, some strain posters <laughs> with like x's over them that i put on them of like why is this on my wall but uh no you wouldn't see a strain poster but you would see like a bunch of like like my my desk whenever i work places i have <laughs> i'll put all of my toys and stuff that yeah. I'm, I'm not allowed to have at home okay so <laughs> or not that i'm not allowed i get it you don't want that stupid stupid shit you don't want that you don't want yeah. that out there's some weird stuff i mean i went to target and i saw a action figure for the character dale right yeah the like just the kind of he's not <laughs> straining the use of the word action <laughs> in action figure there's a dale <laughs> action figure he's like yeah I think fi- he, was, he fixes the car like fixes that's the dale. car and he lectures people on moral choices this <laughs> is like your action yeah. figure there you the, go yeah moralizing there's action. dale <laughs> uh yeah, so that's a weird thing to just out of context. Like uh, my wife hasn't watched The Walking Dead, yeah. But I, I, I like action figures. I have a decent amount of action figures. I like them too. But if I just brought an action figure home of a fifty-year-old bearded man who looks kind of sad, <laughs> and like I want this action figure out, <laughs> out of no context. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, like, that doesn't look good over here. <laughs> another Doctor Who action figure, or Star Wars. Um, okay, cool. That makes sense. So, so it's kind of hidden because people can see. Your your full life yes. with your partner, and it is also just it's also just hidden because I, I probably want it to be hidden. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's not it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. So you don't have any of these on DVD or Blu-ray? Oh uh, no, I don't. No. Okay, Marco, cool. uh, would you dress up as a character from one of these shows at San Diego Comic Con? I would not do it myself. Okay, if someone said, "Hey." come to comic-con dress up as someone i would definitely do it yeah <laughs> do you do you know which character you do I, dale uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, that'd be really funny the governor is a cool thing just people oh, just because yeah. people would get it right away right. like oh there's the eye patch i know this guy who yeah. this guy is nice and recognizable uh, yeah just because he's nice and recognizable uh oh <laughs> cory stole from the string would be funny to dress up <laughs> uh falling skies is really not anyone to dress up as but you address as a colony or a human not one of the monsters right yeah okay so yeah. that would be your first choice yeah so you don't, yeah, because you want to be the humans. That's what's interesting yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want to be. Yeah, the I don't like these humanity. monsters, man. I don't want to be them. They're tearing us apart. <laughs> okay, so this is a weirder question okay. that I've I been trying to perfect oh. to get it right, in, right in my "How obsessed are you?" question. Let's see if you get it. It is time to watch uh, the strain. Okay. <laughs> you enter your home and go. I'm going to go watch it on my television. Yeah. Uh, but there's a bear blocking your path. <laughs> Would you try to navigate around the bear, or would you just say, it's okay, I don't need to see the strain? That's really funny. Okay. The bear is going to kill me, or no? It's just standing there. Okay. You don't know. I mean, it's a bear, so it's got killing power. (laughs) Right. The ability is there. And it's not like a circus bear. It's like a it's like a bear. Okay. It's, okay. It's not wearing a tutu. Okay, okay. It's just a a very threatening bear. Okay. And it's just in the way of the TV. I would... Well, the thing is, it's popped in my head, which is another just weird thing in general about why I watch these shows. Yeah. Uh, that I should have said earlier, too, is <laughs> this excuse that I give to my girlfriend. <laughs> 
which is not really an excuse, yeah. is I always say, well, I have to know about it so I can talk about it with people. I don't know anybody that watches The Strain. I don't know one person in my life that I am talking to The Strain about, right. but I still say something like, oh, well, I got to know about it so I can talk about it with people. And it's like, I've never had a conversation. With, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever talked about The Strain before. But so, so that just popped in my head of like a reason. Is like, that an industry bullshit thing where you're No, because who's like... talking about The Strain? It's not like a show to, you know what I mean? And right. In most cases, that would be like an industry thing of like, oh, you haven't seen Transparent? And but like, like you write comedy, so like you try to stay up on comedy, so that's like yeah. a legitimate excuse for, for comedy shows. Correct, yeah. Or you try to see what's selling or what people yeah. like or stuff like that. That's a legitimate excuse to at least watch one episode of something so you can just at least be knowledgeable and right. like a meeting to be like, oh, well, but you, you know, this gets, whatever. Yeah, I've never talked about The Strain to anyone. You're not pitching apocalypse not shows. not pitching apocalypse shows. I don't write apocalypse shows. <laughs> and so the thing that just popped in my head with the bear <laughs> was in my head, I went, well, how am I going to talk about the strain with people if the bear is there? <laughs> and then that's why I went down this, <laughs> this, whole, this whole spiral that I just told you about of that's not even a thing that's there. Yeah. So I think I might just be a crazy person. So the point is <laughs> I would begrudgingly, because the bear was there, and let's be realistic, I would find a way to watch it on my DVR later. Is the bear just living there now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> that would be an ongoing problem you'd have to deal with. <laughs> Wait, that's between me and the bear. Yeah. Right. But okay. your, your instinct wouldn't be, I need to get past this bear. No, 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 no. Certainly not it. for the strain. No. Right. Especially because it's gotten to the point now where it's a thing where I don't like that I have to do. Yeah. So it's like if the bear was there, it would be like a, oh, thank God. I don't even have to like... <laughs> I don't even have to like lie to myself that I have to watch this show, you know? Right. So the bear would let you off the hook. Yeah. So I kind of kind of want that bear <laughs> to be around all the time. And then maybe if enough time goes by, I could be like, oh, well, I, I can't catch up now yeah. on the string. Well, do you yeah. think that would work if you tried to see the bear as a form of <laughs> self-counseling? If you're like going to the couch in yeah. like a weird David yeah. Lynch vision do- <laughs> from Twin Peaks, you see the bear sitting on That's the couch. That's a good idea. Or I could do some sort of like Pavlov dog thing where I could like have a bear noise every time I go to like <laughs> touch the... Uh, all right. It's <laughs> a good idea. All right. Uh, so that so yeah, that, that that's a unique answer it's I think question. and good for for this particular obsession because you're yeah. looking for a way out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Bear. <laughs> Thanks, Bear. <laughs> my, this bear's really my sponsor. <laughs> uh the final question uh that I ask everybody is very weird. Okay. If you couldn't watch Apocalypse Television, yeah. Without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, <laughs> would you still watch Apocalypse Television? Uh, oh, wow. Define <laughs> someone I love. Uh, someone you care about. So I, 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 genu- you care I, I about. genuinely do have to care about this person. Yeah, it can't okay. be just like, I'm related to this asshole. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because immediately in my head was like, yeah, fucking, you know, punch my Uncle Eddie. I don't know. <laughs> Also, uh, if Uncle Eddie listens to this, I'm kidding. It's, I don't have any other relatives. That's why I had to say his name. It just popped in there. I love you very much. I love the whole family. <laughs> anyway, point is, uh, so I would, oh, man, I would have, I would have to oh, punch in the crotch, man. Yeah. It's a steep price to pay. But sometimes people are like, yes, I'm so obsessed with this. Of course. Of course. If I could never watch any sort of apocalyptic show ever again. Yeah. I would have to take the punch, yeah. Because it, they mean enough to you. Yeah, I'd have to take the punch. I it, mean, it, 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 I'd love them <laughs> very much. And are we counting 
Are we counting like robot stuff as to be apocalypse stuff too? No, that seems too cruel to okay. say. I want to watch 10 minutes of a Hugh Jackman film okay. and cry. Okay, good, good, but good, first good. I have to be good. punched in the crotch. It seems too cruel. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't want to put that on anyone else to take the punch for me. I mean, okay. So yeah, I guess I'd have to take the punch. Yeah. And then do I do I have to take a punch for each hour long episode? No, that seems too. Oh, much. okay. So like it's a subscription. Uh, <laughs> it, it, this comes up a lot. People okay. you know barter with a question, yeah, yeah, understandably sure. yeah. so. Right. Yeah. So it's like a subscription to Netflix. It's once a month. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, it's once a month. Yeah. Okay. And who's punching? Is it a hard? Is it really? Uh, yeah. You I, know what? It's got to be. Decently. High. I don't even have to net once a month, I'll do it for once a month. Okay, yeah. once a month. Yep. Right. And then in a way it will only increase your obsession or mm-hmm. maybe add value to your obsession. Well, here's the thing that you don't know about. I'm also obsessed with getting punched in the crotch. <laughs> so it's kind of a win win for me. That's gonna be a terrible yeah, no. day when I get just a, a person like, Hey, different people are into different things. This is really what I'm into. Please don't make fun of it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna have to come up with a whole different question. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm do, I'm doing that if it's just once a month. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's just the yeah. pain is part of it. For I mean, that's part of your obsession, right? There's a little bit of, I guess, yeah. I mean, would you be as obsessed if you were just watching seven amazingly well executed, high quality oh, shows? Man, that's you were legitimately question. talking to friends about them all the time. That's a great question. Would Would you love it as much, or is part of it the? Yeah, part of it, I'm sure, is subconsciously my writer's brain thinking I can fix something, or right. how can you try to figure out what they got wrong? And like, also, I mean, it's not uh, apocalyptic, obviously, but Game of Thrones. I have some problems with, but as a whole, it's a pretty solid show. Yeah. And probably my favorite show on television. And I really like that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think I think, I think think part of the allure to me yeah. <laughs> is that much like, here we go, here's another little kind of fortune cookie thing, like I said earlier. Yeah. Much like uh, the humans in the shows going through all of this pain yes. and suffering, so am I while I'm watching. Right, to discover your humanity, Mm -hmm. limiting your choices (laughs) so that you can discover stuff about yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm suffering just like Rick Grimes is, okay? (laughs) Believe me, Rick. (laughs) I know lots of horrible things have happened to you. We'll talk about it over a beer. (laughs) Awesome. I ask people to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What what noise would sum up your obsession with Apocalypse Television? This just popped in here, so I'll do it. Uh... That's kind of perfect because yeah, right? that's clearly annoyance, but there's just a little bit of hope in that hope noise. In that, right, right at the end of the, uh, like it was a yeah. little, yeah, just a little bit there. It sounds like the non-word version of "Come on, guys, <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. do better." Say, "Come on, guys, <laughs> come on." <laughs> Uh, awesome. So I've been rating people's obsessions okay. uh, on a scale of one to seven, okay. uh, just for flavor. One to seven. One to seven. I like okay. the number seven. I'm kind yeah. of obsessive. That's so- why I do this podcast. <laughs> uh, so out of seven aliens on horses, that's the highest it can go. I think I'm going to say you are uh, five out of seven aliens on horses obsessed. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. Because it is clearly consuming a lot of time. Sure. It is a part of your mental framework where you're going to be dreaming about it and thinking about it. Uh You kind of want to be relieved of it, but you kind of don't at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's in some ways, I think, a good one of the many definitions of obsession could be 
something I kind of want to let go, but I kind of don't want to at the same time. (laughs) Like, I just kind of want to be upset about wanting to let it go, but I I don't actually want to let it go. I would agree with you. I think, I think, I think those last two aliens that have horses would be if I was dressing up as the people. Yeah. And if, if, if you walked into my house and you're like, oh boy, this guy is obsessed with his Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And if you really, really wanted to engage other people. Yeah. And bring other people into it. And, like, right. They needed to hear about right. it. Right. <laughs> but they needed to be converted. But first, I know I know to do better than that. Look, like, <laughs> if you want to on your own on your own account want to watch the strain and then talk to me about it, like I said, please message me. <laughs> I want to talk to someone. But I don't want to. I don't want to make you do that because okay. oh, it's gonna get you. <laughs> now it's just, it's just for now. It's just you and that bear sitting there watching the strain. <laughs> uh, so uh, where can people find you? I know you're not much of a social media guy. I'm not. I'm trying to get so more you, into you, it. Though. You don't okay. want to be found? Oh, no, or... no. I do want to be found. Now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Awesome. I'm at the Big Dubowski. Nice. D-U-B-O-W-S-K-Y. I'm not on Instagram. Don't really like Facebook or whatever. Well, I guess people listening wouldn't just <laughs> Facebook me anyway. But uh, yeah, Twitter, I guess, is the... Okay. I used to try to like tweet a joke a day. Yeah. And then I was like, no one's, no one's listening to this. Why am I wasting so much time on this? And so now I tweet maybe once every three months, but okay. I feel like I want to come back. I would highly encourage that. I'm obsessed with Twitter. <laughs> it is a borderline problem. Well, I still go on. I still go on and like read like other people's jokes okay. and stuff like that. Like I like that, but like I'm not just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back and do it. Yeah. Okay? Well, I would be thrilled All right. to have you there. I'm going to do it. Uh, that's it. I'm promising I'm doing it. I just, awesome. I just touched a thing. I'm back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I touched fake wood. <laughs> this cheap I table. I touched fake wood. <laughs> so home. now you know that I'm back. Uh, here's some quick plugs that I need to do for the show. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter is at Obsessed Podcast. For info on all my upcoming shows, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. In particular, I do a show called Head Cannon at Nerd Melt Theater every month, so come check that out. There are two ways to support Obsessed. You can back us on Patreon and get exclusive bonus episodes every month. For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw, or you can support all the podcasts on the Feral Audio Podcast Network by shopping through our portal. Just go to Feral audio.com click the support our artist button and shop on amazon and some of the money will go to supporting feral audio if people were going to go on Very amazon nice. right now through our portal uh-huh. what, what do you think they should buy <laughs> probably dvd season one of the strain yeah yeah nice nice really get them <laughs> <That's hooked. what> <laughs> really get them hooked yeah so take they... up physical space in your home <laughs> What would you buy? What would I buy on yeah. Amazon? Uh, Doctor Who episodes uh, on DVD, for sure. I only buy them every once in a while. Uh, on DVD? Yeah. They're not out on Blu-ray yet. Okay. And the DVDs have these great thorough bonus features. I'm sure. That are just as enjoyable as the episodes, because it's this oh, peek into... Cool. It's all classic Doctor Who. Right. Uh, so it's this peek into this totally different world of production. That's cool. Of the way British people worked in the 60s and <laughs> 70s and 80s, and... There are weird rivalries and opinions <laughs> That's and where awesome. they had lunch. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, so I buy them whenever I can. Any excuse I can find. And I go through the portal, damn it. Go through uh, the portal. Portal. Uh, here are the final questions. Don't okay. have anything to do with your obsession, but they can if you want. Okay. If every full moon you turned into a wear something, <laughs> what would you want to turn into? <laughs> That's very funny. Does it have to be an animal? No, it no? could be what <laughs> a wear plant is fine. <laughs> No, I mean, like, it has to be, like, a creature is what I'm saying. Like, I can't, like, every full moon turn into, like, uh, an NBA basketball player. <laughs> no, that would like be that. fine. <laughs> okay. That would be pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> I would be the the weirdest NBA basketball player. He plays once a month. <laughs> I would want to be, uh, I guess, an NBA basketball player. Well, that's what, what comes I, to mind, that's yeah. What, that's what came to mind. Now, I would want to be... Um, 
some uh, something that could fly. I mean, okay. things that fly are just awesome. I guess. Yeah. Um, would you want to be a flying NBA basketball player? <laughs> yes, I would like to be a flying NBA basketball player. But yeah, I, I would. Uh, that that would be that would be a fun thing. Yeah, like absolutely. I could, I could slam dunk. Real easy. <laughs> yeah, real easy. If I'm flying, come on, that's all I would do. I would believe. Oh my god! Once everyone would just love every month that I came yeah. to play. Yeah. Uh, and the other teams would dread it. I'm oh just my like, god! Oh be... man, is that guy gonna show up and fly around? And ruin <laughs> we the don't game? know. We think it's supposed to be a full moon. <laughs> What, oh would, what would you turn into? What would I turn into? If, where something? Probably yeah. a squirrel. Uh, I'm very obsessed with squirrels. Uh, <sighs> squirrels and cool. I would like to see what it feels like to be truly able to move like that. Oh, that would be cool. I've done comedy sketches. And, and you would have your consciousness in the squirrel. Yeah, I would turn yeah. into a large squirrel. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, that would be terrifying. Yeah. I think I'd also be good at basketball, <laughs> though. <laughs> Oh my god, we should start a basketball <laughs> these two the only two two person so, basketball team. I think this is an adult swim show that we just created. <laughs> yeah. There's that's a basketball right. player who flies oh and my a god, giant human squirrel. Actually could but only once a month. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said NBA player. What a weird <laughs> thing. It's great. All right. I'm so happy. Like most people I've asked that question a couple of times and most people are just like, a dog, I don't yeah. know. Like I'm well, that's great. That's I'm a great. flying NBA player. <laughs> once a month, baby. Uh here's the next question. <laughs> If there was a cocktail named after you, what would it be called? <laughs> the <laughs> Oh, that's so good. The super drinky drink. The super drinky drink. Mm-hmm. I like that because it's just positive. Uh-huh. There's no bullshit. You know, <laughs> but here's doing. the here's the catch. This is the thing. Yeah. So it's only filled halfway. Ooh. Yeah. And so they look at it and like the name is exciting. Right. So you obviously have to think that this glass is half full, right? Yeah. But it's not. It's it's half empty. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be wrong. <laughs> it's measured to be like just an inch below the line of the halfway point. Okay. Or just a little bit less. So So oh right. So it actually is half empty. All right. But you think that it's half full. So you would lure people in with an exciting uh-huh. <laughs> comic name. Uh-huh. The super drinky drink. Yep. And then you would disappoint them yeah or teach them wow, a you really about just broke expectations <laughs> isn't that funny how i just said a random thing and you just broke down my whole allure <laughs> wow way to go that's it's what i try to do uh the last question super easy okay uh, all right that was a lie uh i asked this for the end of every podcast okay what is happiness <sighs> boy well this actually means something something more to me now which is weird I just did uh, I just did a float last week. A float? Do you know what this is? Uh, like a sensory deprivation <laughs> tank? Yeah. So you just you float in water, you th- can't see or hear anything, right? Correct. Okay. Um I, I so I have a tremendous fear of, of death and I think about mortality all the time. Um and so I was terrified to go into this thing, obviously. Yeah. But it had come recommended from a bunch of people all the time, and then my girlfriend and I both decided that we were gonna do it. It's in Pasadena, it's called uh, well, I don't have to tell you this. They're not paying me. So whatever. It's it's not in Pasadena. Go go find any float you it's want. It's called to go the super float. Yeah. float. <laughs> it's called the super float. Uh, the tank is half empty. No. Uh, and so you 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 go in there. You're floating in Epsom salt the whole time. You close the thing. It's kind of soundproof a little bit. And the lights are dim for five minutes, and they play nice music, and then it's okay. just gone for 55 minutes. So you're in there for an hour. Does it slowly fade out, or is yeah, it just like it's, a chukunk it, and it's gone? <laughs> well, it slowly fades the music, but the light just, like, cuts. Okay. And then it was this really crazy experience, which is making me think of the happiness thing, because I first, like, stood up, and I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing this, this is crazy, and I'm going to go to a dark place. 
but I ended up kind of going to like this weird <laughs> place in general. Of, okay. Like this is the there's nothing here anymore. There's just me. Right. And f- to find happiness and just stuff in general is like it's just all here. You know. Right. It's not. It's all in in my head essentially. You know, my conscience is that's that's where the happiness is. It's not. It it wasn't the anything i couldn't see anything so yeah. I, I, I couldn't do it. it was none of that shit and i was I, I i got to this really cool place and then when you open the tank when you're done uh, so, so you do it uh naked or okay. y- you can put a bathing suit on but you're supposed to do it naked so like there's nothing between you and the stuff like that do it's, they judge you if you wear underwear uh well no one's there so but okay. you get your own private room but okay yeah, it's your own private room with a shower and you get the but on the back of the door there's this full-length mirror and so i had this really funny experience of i stood up in the tank and I was like, oh, like, yeah, I think life is great or whatever. And yeah. I open the door, and the first thing I see is my pathetic, <laughs> skinny, naked body. And then I was like, oh, right. No, this is this is the reality. <laughs> not, not what was in there. But uh, that just made me think of that because in that hour time, I was just thinking about what is what is everything? What is this happiness thing? Yeah. And, like, it felt great because... It, it kind of just took everything away, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, I think, I think this is this is what it's all about. It's just this here. Yeah. This as long as this is good. So I think happiness is just just feeling good yourself, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it kind of ties back to that idea of limiting not options because that sounds negative, but limiting questions. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I mean, that also sounds negative. I, it, maybe, maybe I mean something negative. I don't know, but I I like the idea of if you aren't surrounded by all the noise, you have to just be your just, that's the thing it's just be yourself and it's just yeah. like i i literally had to sit in a tank where that happened for me <laughs> to figure that no uh but it just felt good and like it it, it felt i'm gonna try to do it again because it was a little weird also yeah. obviously and for the first half hour it felt like i was in there for three days and i was like how long is this over is this thing over? so like half of it was that yeah so if i do it again at least my body will know how long that was and maybe right. i won't be thinking about the time so much but i recommend trying it if you want to try it go wherever you want to go don't go to a specific <laughs> place but it was definitely kind of cool but yeah ha- happiness is just you being yourself really i think yeah. if you can just be yourself then i think then that's just total happiness so that's awesome yeah that's a great answer oh thanks thanks so much for doing the podcast <laughs> thank you for having me <laughs> absolutely yay that is our podcast You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. So there's this scene in The Strain, and it continues to be a scene in The Strain because it's it's essentially what The Strain is about, I guess. These people, right? So it's this evil big vampire who looks like... I have to show you a picture after this. If it, Google a picture if you're listening to this because it's insane what this guy looks like, <laughs> that this is a, a, an actual thing on a TV show with money. So this guy is like trying to take over all the whole world and stuff, right? But for some reason, it's, there's these three like elder vampires who sit in a room, they stand in a room, it's the whole, I mean, it's the thing that the mythology they've been done for a long time, with the three of them in a room, and they're real old, and they stand there, and the special effects are terrible, and they talk to this 130-year-old Holocaust survivor, who apparently is the only hope to kill the main vampire person. And there's so many different, there's so many problems with with just the scene when they're talking to each other. And this just happened too because now they're in cahoots, these vampires, and because they decided that the, the main vampire was worse that they have to team up. There's so many problems with a Holocaust survivor 
who's like 130, still running around with a sword, <laughs> talking to these three terribly make-up vampires about taking on another terribly make-up vampire. And in that moment, <laughs> you realize you should not be watching the show <laughs> over and over and over again. But I continue to watch that show because there's something underneath that cheesy makeup that really means something. 